0: Hey Lurkers, what do you think about another new game, fashion faux pas, a milkshake up? And are you down with UAP? Yeah, you know me. Sounds like fun, so
1: let's lurk! Alright Willy, I am ashamed ashamed to say that i was wrong i should be (laughs) i did not win last week's game and i know exactly what i did wrong when one of my friends from high school messaged me saying like where is your slide slash flip-flop
0: option and right then and there that was it i knew i fucked up yeah i had birkenstocks i had a model and crocs yeah. I know how to play the game. What did you... It, Technically, I mean, vans, it, was, it was a clean sweep. Let's just be honest. Across no, all mean, of our socials. You... Was it close?
1: It was... No, I mean, you did. You just won handily. We we were tied a little bit neck neck early on in the week, but you pulled away. Your pull-out game strong. What can I say?
0: I, I'm i still a, a lonely old bachelor. <laughs> uh, I think long. you're... But... I think your fiancé would... I'd be really upset to hear you say that. Don't but tell her. Don't tell her I said that. To the show, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a new game. Pivot. 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 I have a new game because in the Saturday show this weekend we're going to talk about some of my love for video games because there's some Ooh. big stuff coming. So Ooh. tune into the weekend. But this week, lovely lurkers, tune into the socials to play your part to vote on your favorite team because Scott, we're about to go head to head and pick the best team of the most iconic video game characters.
1: Ooh,
0: okay, all
1: right. This week's game of Subjective is video game. So you get to pick, does that mean I
0: get first pick? Or you're going to flip I think, a coin? You know what, that's a good rule. I get to pick the game, you get to go first. Five picks of the most iconic Ooh. video games. <laughs> this is
1: going to be... Just like last week, piece of cake. Willie's gonna trounce me. <laughs> uh, give me captain. Give me one of quick second. I gave a...
0: you a cheat sheet. You did? You did? Yes. Is it in the links. I I, I no. Uh, I'll give it to you there. Hold on.
1: <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. For my first pick, the number one pick overall, we're going with Super Mario.
0: That is a great pick. I, number I one. Think having Mario on your team. That's like the tried and true. Has to be. That's lasagna. Classic. (laughs) No surprise. I have to go with what I would say is a solid number two, Master Chief. Master Chief. Very good first pick.
1: Had him in the the lower rounds, but I'm going to let you take that. I'm going to follow up then with my number two pick. I'm going Link from the Mm. Zelda (laughs) franchise.
0: Keeping it in-house, in the Nintendo house. So far we're going we're going all classic here for my number 2 pick because Link I think is solid I'm going to go with classic James Bond from 007. Oh, okay, all right. I
1: see I see your strategy. I see your mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. It's all about games, it's all about gamemanship. I I wouldn't put James Bond that high but you know you, you beat me last time, so I, I have had to think about my entire strategy now because <laughs> uh, clearly nobody wears Vans anymore. I mean, I, I must be the last one. All right. So uh, third pick. We're on the third pick. Ooh, I'm getting a little little sweaty here, a little flop sweat. I'm going to go with, since you have kind of gone with the action stars, I need to grab somebody quickly before you grab them all. I'm going to go with Kratos,
0: the god of war. Oh, I was wondering if we were going to make the leap across the aisle and get to PlayStation. And you took us there. You took us there pretty quick, man. (sighs) I got one. Well, don't worry. I'm going to bring it right back over to the potential Microsoft camp with Captain Price. The lead from Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Okay, yeah, that I, that's just in your <laughs> wheelhouse. <laughs> I, I guess
1: fitting, I don't know if it's the actual character, but it's because it's technically just you. But with my fourth pick, I'm going with the Dragonborn from Skyrim. Is that like the dragon? No, it's just the guy. It's just you. It's the person. Oh. It's the main person. You You okay, are the good. It's whoever yeah. you make. You know, there's the character builder, but it's the Dragonborn. I the, don't, like this. I don't like this
0: game. This is so hard. <laughs> you, have a, you have two literal gods. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a drunk misogynistic man on my team. <laughs> well, remember, it's all up to the audience. So uh,
1: I clearly Crocs. Man, you're you're just all up in my head. I can't I can't believe it. <laughs> can't believe I lost to Crocs.
0: Now, I need to diversify my team a little bit. And one of my favorite games that I have played over the last couple of years here. What are we on? What pick are we on? Three? No. Four. Four. I think we're at four. This is four. Uh, I have loved Assassin's Creed. Ooh. And I'm going to go with Cassandra, the lead of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay.
1: Okay. That's a fantastic game. I'm assuming that's a fantastic pick. <sighs> so this, who do I got? I got I got Mario, I got Link, I got Kratos, I got the Dragonborn. Okay, this is my fifth and final pick. I, I'm going to bring it back. I, I've got these two just absolutely murderous characters. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with my fifth and final pick, something that's just, once again, iconic, classic, very all around. I'm going to go with
0: Pikachu from Pokemon. The little animal that never gives up, mm-hmm. that always seems to win. Oh, please, cute and ruinous. That's what I've got <laughs> for my team. Come on. For my final pick, to pull at your heartstrings, to keep it as a bunch of dudes and one hottie. <laughs> Cade Six from Destiny. Which one's the hottie? Cade? Is it Cade? Cassand- Cassandra.
1: Oh. It depends. Okay. I
0: mean, if you're if you're into robots. He knows how to work that cock. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listeners, you guys get to choose. Which team do you think wins? Clearly, the answer is... This team. This team right here. This mug. This face. Team
1: Scott. This guy. Right here. (laughs) Play the game of subjective honor socials with us this week. And please, whatever you do, don't put me in an 0-2 hole. (laughs)
0: scott can't handle losing to this idiot (laughs) speaking speaking of a chokehold we need to talk about fashion what kind of fashion well because we're two dudes let's talk about some of the male fashion trends that seem to be changing my entire wardrobe making me feel like that dad i've finally reached that point in my life scott where i'm overcoming this point of do i look cool and trendy and could i fit in with whatever the trends are for the longest time i don't think so no through my (laughs) through my 20s and 30s i thought i could do this this isn't a big deal yeah we've got plenty of pictures of you in a pork pie hat and little little chinstrap beard. Don't show the receipts. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I pulled off that leather. Did you leather also have a chain and wallet and
0: skinny jeans? I never had the chain wallet, but I probably okay. only had skinny jeans because I was a husky man. Husky men like to have skinny jeans. Yeah, I don't know what oh.
1: dogs have to do with this, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were talking about fashion here. So what do you mean? What I, I consider myself a fashionable dude in in terms of like, I don't care what people think about me when I go out of the house. I put on a shirt, I put on something to prevent
0: Donald Duck syndrome, and society has to accept me. So there's an article, Scott, from Ape to Gentleman, that says eight key men's fashion trends for summer of 2023. Okay, I'm interested but I'm also not impressed so far. The first one, the first one, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Why can't you ba- do it? Baggy pants. You can do it. What's wrong with baggy pants? Well, not only that. So, like, if you go with like baggy jeans, which I bought a pair from our tried and true love, um, Abercrombie. Oh. Recently. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's wrong? What's wrong, Willie? What's wrong with the baggy jeans? Or do you pants? remember when? Do you remember when we were in high school and our pants were baggy enough to where they would go below the heel of our pants? Oh yeah, of our shoe. It's super and it annoying. And hit the ground. That's what they do. You have to cut the back though. You just give it a little snip.
1: I don't want to do that. I don't want to do like... that
0: trend. They're gonna get all wet when it rains. <laughs> You're gonna walk through all the puddles, and they're just gonna absorb everything. <laughs> but not not only that, Scott. But wide-legged pants, also high-waisted, where they have the pleats, and they have the little buckle in the pant up front. I don't, I don't like the pleats. You have to wear it at your belly button. Yeah, that's that's well, where I, most people's waists are. If I measure my inseam from there, I don't think they make pants that big. <laughs> Wait, are you bragging right now? No. <laughs>
1: inseam. Oh, long <long-leaning>. wiener. <laughs>
0: uh, waist. Waist. <laughs>
1: That's a good thing, Willie. That's exactly what you want. You want to just be like, I'm sorry. I need a bigger crotch. Uh, I'm sorry. Give me basketball shorts from the 90s. It's like when you go into the sports stores and you say, excuse me, do you have anything in a larger cup size? <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, Pyrex? Could I just yeah, get one of just... <laughs> those?
0: Some Tupperware?
1: I think I could pull these off. I have recently gone full dad mode and started wearing things high-waisted. I don't know if I'll ever go back unless I suddenly just dis- discover that eight-minute abs actually works. And <laughs> I commit to it, which it doesn't. Fun fact, it doesn't. You just you got to do the work. You got to do at least nine minutes. But I think that me and uh, pants at my belly button, going forward. Okay.
0: Well... Speaking of things I wish would die, uh, sweater vests. Hmm. What? Sweater vests? Sleeveless? Sweaters. They're back? Sweater vests. And for summer. Oh. Oh. Here's what's wrong with this. Everything.
1: Everything? (laughs) (laughs) Number one, all vests are dumb. They are incomplete clothes that... If you Mm -hmm. have a problem with your arms being too hot, maybe you need to go and see a doctor (laughs) about your circulatory system because something is off there. Number two, if the blood doesn't naturally flow to the internal organs where it's supposed to be, a vest, you know, it's it's just not going to do anything. So So, not only does it look bad, but it doesn't serve
0: any purpose. That's the thing. Yes, you should feel bad. And that's the thing about this article. And the thing I keep seeing on TikTok is one of the line items here is Y2K slash 2000s fashion. chuggy cargo pants. (laughs) A Timex watch. Long sleeve striped polos. Oh, God, I'm going to barf. What are we doing?
1: That Timex watch is probably pretty cool, though, in terms of like watch aficionados. Yeah, I would I would wear that. It's something that's inexpensive you can see the time what what more do you need is there anything on this list that you deem I guess worthy of your body of that temple that is Willie
0: hmm mm. maybe these
1: big overcoats
0: yeah there is a section here that says big overcoats I like a big overcoat not not all it of hides them, though. everything it hides all the flaws it does <laughs> it's good for large men it makes you feel longer, right? See, one of the things that I wish I could wear is the tank top like the the idea with a tank top is you wear it underneath an open button up and the problem is is that anytime you see that, everybody looks so fit. but if I because, wear because white wi- if I wear a wife pleaser, I'm gonna look very out of shape. I'm sorry, what did you say? A wife pleaser <laughs> Oh. As opposed to a Nope. <laughs> we are progressive here. That's on right. the lovely lurkers. It That's is a wife right. pleaser. Mm-hmm. The only thing getting beat is a consensual interaction between two adults. With a safe word. I like I like the
1: I like the tank top as well, but much like you, I look like one of those I don't know, tubes of meat that like some kid ran up and like twisted and then put back on the shelf. It's just, it's not like all fitting in the way it's supposed to. Yeah, but we tuba. should do that. Meat. Let's, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> no, it, it was tuba
0: meat because of that incident in band class. <laughs> I wasn't even in class, but they showed up and I was stuck in there.
1: Oh, man. I don't know why this is going to be our summer, but let's try this. For next week's show, Mm -hmm. let's try Mm -hmm. to find a tank top and a button-up and just wear it. Okay. And and we'll see. We'll let the listeners decide. That's kind of like what... We'll let the lurkers say yay or nay.
0: Yeah. I also want one opinion before you move to the next thing. Okay. I saw somebody at the gym today with two pairs of socks on. Once again, goes back to that circulatory system. Maybe their feet get cold. No, it was a black pair of Nike's that were shorter and then okay. a taller pair of white Nike's above it. And I was like, "Dude, that's too much sock. Just you've gone the wrong direction." <laughs> was he wearing shorts? Yes. Okay. Very
1: short shorts. Very short shorts, two pairs of socks. Listen, it's not on this list. I I can't approve. I I just can't. Was he wearing a vest cuz
0: Sounds like he's uh, invested. No, he was sh- he was shirtless. He was a ripped, tattooed man, oh. very shirtless. Very- ah. You know what? It's fine. I stared a little too long. You did, and uh, what? When you
1: see a shirtless person like that, where do you tend to focus? The um, the belly button. Anything else catch your eye? Coll- collarbone? It's the nipples. <laughs> it's the nipples. Okay. Well, speaking nipples. of nipples,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if I told you we didn't need them anymore? Well, I. I'm
0: gonna be pretty upset. So you're saying they could just be for for visual purposes. Yeah. Therefore, there's no functional purpose. I think there's a lot of people that would be upset with that. Oh yes, entire industries would crumble. Mm -hmm.
1: But speaking of industry change and removing nipples, there is a company that I heard about this week trying to replace breast milk. Why? I'm glad you asked. The
0: company is called
1: <laughs> <laughs> The company is called BioMilk and it aims to change infant nutrition if it can release
0: its product. That's the wokest thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> uh so their their argument, Willie, is that breastfeeding is the most nutritional, if not best way to start your life. However, not everybody can do it. Not everybody can achieve it. They don't have the time, they don't have the ability, and so I can't. Exactly. (laughs) So what better I have tried
0: (laughs) Come on out (laughs) (laughs) Give me back my baby
1: (laughs) (laughs) If it's it's really weird how I came upon this story, not pun intended
0: No Um, no no no. (laughs) No
1: But it, as it turns How? out there's this there's a story that's not as weird from Russia this past week where what? a coffee shop What's happening? Coffee shop,
0: what part of the internet
1: are you on? <laughs> a coffee shop in Russia
0: advertised that it was Scott going doesn't to be, even like coffee. <laughs> coffee shop Russia, I'm there. Go. It
1: advertised that it was gonna start making a so, uh, a latte not a soy latte a latte but with breast milk and it was going to source it responsibly <laughs> and it caused an uproar it, it caused everybody to start talking about something else in russia <laughs> and then subsequently War? the internet what what's going what? on nothing is there something going on oh okay um apparently no it obviously made its way to the authorities in Russia, and they're like, are you really, are you really going to do that? And the guy eventually acquiesced, saying like, uh, no, probably, probably not safe at the end of the day. But there was a link in that article that was like, breast milk can now be produced in a lab, and there was an article showing, it started in 2020, during the pandemic, so nobody, I guess, was paying attention, but you can remember- everybody
0: was trying to find breast milk
1: alternatives on the shelf. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can remember most recently, uh, last year, we had a shortage, like a national Mm -hmm. shortage on formula. So there's all these like ethical questions on number one, if we can't produce formula in in a timely manner, how does that affect everyone? And if breast milk technically is the best way to start your child's life, can we marry these? Can we somehow figure out a way to produce it but not needing a mom and make it so that it is as good as, if not better, than the top brands of formula. And so there's all these questions you have, right? Is this going to change us into zombies? (laughs) Is it going to uh, even be viable at a price point where anybody and everybody can afford it? What do you think? Are Are
0: you drinking fake breast milk if it's just on the shelf? Here's what I know. Here's what I know for certain. Movies oftentimes predict what is to come maybe they're a little fantastical but i'm sorry people are making real lightsabers now yeah go with me here light sword ai there was just like 350 plus people that signed a declaration saying that if if the people in power around the world don't take a drastic step in the right direction to protect us against ai it will doom all of humanity. All right. Like big people, like head of uh, chat GPT, head of Google have all said like, this could be bad. World powers, figure out it. So take that destruction of the world, Mad Max Fury Road. There is going to be breast milk is going to be the selling thing. And these guys are just trying to curb humanity's oh, demise oh i see what
1: okay it was i honestly thought willie didn't listen to anything i said <laughs> it was just, was just started talking about ai again <laughs> 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 but uh okay okay yeah
0: do you do you think these people have a shot no because number one big pharma is not gonna let them sell their version of breast milk okay <laughs> They're going to shut them down with lobbying. It's it's going to be like the people who tried to make water-powered engines and succeeded. And where are they now? Where are they now? Literally nobody knows. <laughs> nope. Oh, you tried to make breast milk in a lab? Come in this room. Let me show you this room.
1: Uh, please join us for a complimentary luncheon on the 17th floor of this building.
0: Hey, why are there no windows
1: here? Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: I was thinking the opposite. Why are there so many open windows? (laughs) Can you imagine being on floor like four or five and just watching? No, no,
1: no. I don't,
0: I don't want to think about that
1: because I would just be like, oh, what's that in the sky? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Or is it an unidentified anomalous phenomenon? Why do we keep changing the title? (laughs) Uh, it's because we believe in accuracy. That's why. And uh, this this happened today. There was a meeting today uh, when the the show was recording. NASA said, hey, a few months back, we briefly mentioned we were going to be taking a lot of your tax dollars and applying it to a group of people who would be studying UFOs, which got changed to... Unidentified aerial phenomena, and as of today, is now called unidentified anomalous phenomena because even though most of the things happen in the air, there's technically stuff that can happen underwater or on ground. So, today there was a panel QA, like a four hour long thing, where they got together and said, Hey, this is what we're gonna do with your money, this is how we're gonna collect data. I'm so-and-so, this is my job. I'm so-and-so, this is my job. I'm so-and-so, it's not really aliens. But we'll answer a lot of your questions, and we know they're going to be around aliens. So, you sir, or you madam. And as of right now, it's technically, I think, still going, maybe just wrapping up. Yep. I, I watched a lot of this leading up to the show. You had no idea this was this was happening. No, right, right? none. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So... <laughs> As you can imagine, everybody wants it to be aliens. They just, they just do that, that, that makes things cooler. That makes things so we don't have to focus on, uh, the culture wars. (laughs) Everybody wants it. I mean, like literally, but all of these nerds, the best nerds that NASA can offer, (laughs) I hate to disappoint you. It was just, this is how we collect data. This is how that data can be used to figure out what these UAPs are. Nobody needs a bucket in a mop, because
0: unfortunately, it is a wet ass. Yes, blank. Fill ob- in the blank. Object. Copybara. Uh- <laughs> I think I think that's fine, right? I mean, if if the scientific method is such that we don't know what it is, we're not going to put a definition. So let's put this generic term until it's figured out. So there's this channel that I watch called Corridor Digital. And uh-huh. I they do these videos where they will debunk weird internet videos. And one of the series they did was debunking UAPs. And as an example, there was this video. It had millions of views of this person with their phone staring at the window of like, A 747, like a commercial airliner. And you just see this little black dot go across the screen as if it were moving the opposite direction of them. Yeah, sure. So as they're breaking down this video, they slow it down. They discover it was just a balloon. It was a kid's balloon from a party city that got released. And the (laughs) airplane. And so NASA, of course, is going to call it a UAP. Yeah. Until they can figure out, it's just a freaking balloon.
1: Right. Something that was stationary to make it look like it was flying by real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's reasonable. And I think that's really good, too. There there were people that were like, I work uh, on satellite systems. I work uh, from the ground on our telescopes. This is what we know from a land, sea, and air perspective. This is what we know from outside the atmosphere into our solar system kind of thing. And... They even had Mark somebody one of the most uh, recent astronauts who has a twin. One of the, that that twin guy. His name escapes me, but Mark Kelly. They had him say in my 20 years of working at NASA, I've never had Mark Kelly. Yes. <clears throat> in my 20 years at NASA, I've never had to sign an NDA basically preventing me from talking about anything that I've found. Like we've never had We've never been briefed about extraterrestrial life. Like, it's it's just not in our nature as scientists. Uh, somebody else said this. To basically follow authority. <laughs> so, there, there cannot be a cover-up of any sort of UFOs. The data that we're going to gather here will hopefully open up to the world more transparency around what these types of things could be and... Then technically, maybe we can start sharing that data with everybody else around the world and we can improve things like maybe we'll have people who work in this area sharing data in a way that helps us figure out how to make better use of our technology to help everyone else, which I
0: think is really cool. I don't know, man. Feels like communism to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if communism eventually proves that aliens are
0: among us, I'm all for it. Me too. (laughs) Well, that's our show, lovely lurkers. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Please rate and review wherever you lurk.
1: We appreciate all your love so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And remember, let's be kind to one another. Let's vote on our socials for this week's objective, And let's see you this weekend.